0: Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues.
1: I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life.
0: The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing.
1: This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle.
0: Welcome to the show. This is the Mind Your Body podcast, episode number thirty-six. How to travel light this holiday season?
1: There it is. I did it. Yes, that we, only we had a few take. takes on <laughs> on that intro, which you know, the stress is already setting in it is. for the holidays. Yes, so. We are excited to, you know, with the holidays approaching, to really think through how we want to navigate the holidays. Um, yeah, we've been sitting here chatting. Of course, we should have hit record right. about fifteen minutes ago. Of
0: course, there was some good stuff. Good nuggets there, but I'm got actually glad you brought this up because I feel like I was I've been starting to kind of go into my, my own vortex of holiday season Mm -hmm. stress. And so this has been good because I think even for people who are intentional and thoughtful about this sort of thing, like it can be easy for us to forget about it or to just get caught up in things and not take a moment to pause and reflect on how we want this season to go down.
1: That's it. Yeah. So if you have not listened to episode 10, or even if you have, honestly, um, that is where we shared... Some really great tips and strategies for navigating the holiday season so that you can emerge, you know, at the end of them, kind of in the new year, feeling, you know, really good, joyful, empowered, connected, that kind of thing. So, that one is really more about the strategy, and we're not really covering that in this one. So, we really encourage you. We will link to episode 10 in the show notes, but definitely go back and cover that one because there are things in there that we won't be talking about today, and I think they'll definitely be helpful. But today, we really want to talk about our approach to this holiday season, just what you said, Mm -hmm. being intentional about how we want to feel during the holidays, not necessarily physically, but just overall.
0: Yeah, just like the attitude, the spirit we want to have about it. Like, all of that. Like, how do we want to be this holiday season? Not just what are we doing?
1: That's, that's it. Exactly. So I know for myself, I can feel stressed just thinking about the holidays. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's kind of a conditioned response over years of over functioning, overdoing, having perfectionist tendencies So that's kind of my entrained pattern. So then when I think about the holidays coming up, of course, there's, you know, it sounds silly to say there's a little bit of PTSD there, but there kind of is.
0: There is. Yeah. And I, I'll speak from my experience where I think I get stressed because I tend to be more on the side of, um, fear of missing out. So like how many holiday events can I fit into something? And then I have this weird, like, taking an inventory of my year and I can buy into the whole new New year, new you thing and like mm-hmm. try to set all these goals. And anyway, that's where most of my stress comes out. Not saying that I wouldn't have been in your boat, but I feel like I caught my perfectionism early enough that's to so wear nice. now that like I never yeah. really did that in the holiday season um, of like decorating or, or that sort of thing. But my stress came from wanting to be at all the events, you know, spending money on those events, gift giving and then just that weird inventory of like, what did I do this year? And let me really think about that and mm-hmm. be, you know, critical about it. Unfortunately, so, um, so if you have if you're relating to any of that, that's kind of
1: where we're coming from. Yeah, is trying absolutely. to change that narrative. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I think for a lot of us. The stress around the holidays, you know, it comes from a variety of categories, Mm -hmm. right? So often comes from finances. You know, do we have the money to buy all the things that we want to buy? Travel, whether we're having to fit in a bunch of family things in town, Mm -hmm. in state or across the country, there's some added stress there. Um, A big one for me, and I know we talked about this in you know that last episode we did but that pressure to create the holiday magic Mm -hmm. for our family and I think for moms especially that is a real thing you know the perfect decorations gifts wrapping presents hosting gatherings and feeling like we are creating the memories that our kids will carry for a lifetime no pressure
0: no no pressure
1: pressure. (laughs) I'm yeah that's a real thing um but then you know while social, the additional social stuff can be really fun, there is some stress to that. But there's also, and this is really what we covered in episode 10, that fear of losing control of our food choices, feeling like there's less time to exercise, and also just not prioritizing sleep. So, you know, yeah. we're heaping on additional responsibilities to our already kind of endless to-do list. Yes. Right? That's That's how most of us that's why we have kind of trepidation going into the holidays. It's all of this that we're not really parsing out, but for most of us, it's some combination of these. And I know I love the holidays, mm-hmm. but just thinking about them makes me clench up.
0: Yeah. And I, how
1: ironic is that?
0: Yeah, I know. And there's supposed to be a, a season for us to take a break. Like they call it that winter break for kids in school. But I just feel like, I don't know, maybe a, in adult life, it's different. Like it doesn't feel like a break. It feels like well, especially more if you things. have kids off break. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you. more things to do, and then on oh, top yeah. of that, it's like I'll speak for at least the way that my work runs, and also for you, like we have to fit our work in around all these things too. So it's like, okay, I'm going to be taking a couple of days off. So how can I squeeze clients in, or how can I, you know, make my work fit my work around this? Right, which I think a lot of people can relate to that. Pressure too, so it's not like yeah. Most jobs a do not get
1: you know a lot of time off. I'm lucky in my past career iterations, you know, as a librarian and working you know in public schools, I did have that time off. But most people don't, right? You know, right. my husband doesn't. So I, I guess you know the impetus for this episode was to really switch it up. Yeah. And to me, the, the phrase that I like to hang on to in general, but especially thinking about the upcoming holidays, is I want to travel light mm-hmm. through the holidays. And to me, what, what that means is, you know, understanding that I don't have to take any of this more seriously than it needs to be. You know, my brain is sort of wired to make this all feel a little bit crisis-like. hmm Yep. which that you know again that when you pull that out out into the daylight and look at that for what it is you can see that Wow, that's not necessary.
0: Right the the pre-TSD, right of, of PTSD.
1: That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that's that
0: pre-TSD it. of like expecting this to be crazy and chaotic, and mm-hmm. then your your body and your brain already go and it that becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And and so we want. I, I know I want this for myself, and and I know you do too, Jenny. But you know, for those of you listening, we really want you to. Think about, you know, maybe instead of viewing the next couple of months as an inevitable landslide of overspending, overcommitting, placing everyone else's needs above your own, maybe we decide in advance that we are going to be more intentional about picking out the things about the holidays that really do matter to us and to our family, scheduling those first. Yes. And then if there's time and energy for the extra things, then yeah. I mean do it if you want to but
0: but it doesn't have to happen either right There's no grades. Yeah.
1: coming out of the holidays.
0: There isn't.
1: Right? There's no trophies awarded to the person who flat flattened themselves.
0: Yes. And continuing to maintain your self boundaries of like cuz to me there's self boundaries like I at this point well I guess it is hard relationally too sometimes to set boundaries but for me it's more of like when I know that I need to not sign up for a million of events in a row or at least a million events that keep me out late or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. like that I honor that Mm -hmm. and I say no to things. And that, you know, if I am traveling that I have very clear expectations of like what I'm going to bring with me and what that's going to look like and the, you know, just and saying no to certain things and, and family members, which is really hard, but Super it is, but, but,
1: you know, that's, that's where, you know, we want to help you strategically, and a big piece of that is being willing to communicate. Yes. In advance, like now.
0: Yeah. Not waiting true.
1: until, you know, it's kind of time to pull out of the driveway to your in-law's house. Yeah. But communicating in advance to your family and friends that you intend to enjoy the holidays today. And, you know, the thing you pointed out before we started recording, Jenny, is that connection is the thing we're really all... You know, it's what we say we value, and I think it truly is what we value, but it tends to kind of fall to the wayside because all of our, you know, feeling like we have to create this perfect image or experience for everyone else, that precludes us being able to lean into connection.
0: Right. That's like the opposite of it, right? That's creating more barriers and distance. Um and I think it's also, I mean, we have to also be big picture aware of the fact that these holidays get inundated with consumerism, right? And we were talking. What? <laughs> we were talking when about did this. When that happen? I know, right? It probably oh started gosh. back a long time ago. But I think we culturally believe certain things are like part of the magic, which really it's us buying into like certain marketing things. And I mean... Yeah, and I was describing earlier how I really love Dr. Seuss's um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas because I think that that's just, like, a prime example of, like, when you take everything away, what's left over and what really matters, right, like, because it really truly shows that connection was at Mm -hmm. the heart of it, Um, and... I still think people will like, will say, oh yeah, it's about connection. But then, you know, they're, they're also the people that are like bulldozing over other people during black Friday sales and oh other things. So it's like really making sure that you're aligning with that value within yourself. So you can, you can really like truly feel good about that. At well, the end and of that's, the day.
1: you know, when you talk about self boundaries, mm-hmm. that's getting clear, like, what do we value? Yeah. And then making sure that, what's on our calendar and what our actions that we're taking align with that, right? Right. If we're saying, I want to arrive on January 1st, not in a mountain of debt and a bunch of junk in the household that I wanted to see the kids open, but they don't treasure or need, right? That's probably doesn't align with your values, but it does. I really think, okay, so it's so easy to say that, but let's say you have kids and maybe they're, 10 or 12, and they kind of have the expectation based on how you've done the holidays in the past over consumerism, Mm -hmm. right? Mountains and mountains of gifts that, oh my gosh, think of all the work and everything that goes into that. Okay, so how do you start to unpack that? That's where it requires communication and really, I mean, with the family and asking the kids, asking our partners, What do you value most? Right. Right? What are some experiences that we can have as a family to really enjoy the holidays? And say to them out loud, I mean, if you're, your kids don't have to be very old to understand this.
0: No, they don't. But I think having that conversation with them is so... That's connecting and that's it inclusive is. versus I wouldn't do the thing where it's like, okay, kids, this year we're donating money to this charity exactly. without like having that's that conversation it. about that's what what, it, what is it that truly matters to you and that yeah. you value.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe doing some volunteering with your kids or, you know, sponsoring a family for Christmas. I, you know, I've done that with my kids and oh my gosh, I mean, that changed their holiday experience. Yes. So giving, giving back. Giving is what makes us feel good. Right. And we often rob our kids of that experience. Right. Right? Not because we're, you know, trying to do that. It's just, you know, something we're not usually, it's not on our radar. Right. So.
0: Yeah. And, like, yeah. And it's it's been interesting to me, too, because I I just wonder how this would all look different if, like, I'm not saying take away presents completely. Because, of course, like, little kids, they do enjoy that. But, like making it less about that versus like the other connecting events and being in community Absolutely. and even like sitting on the floor and playing with them versus it being about how many presents can they open up? Cause I remember even my nephew's like, going through so many presents when they were little. And it was like, by the end of it, they did not give a crap what was what from what. Like, they had so many gifts and sometimes, like, the same gift over, like, a repeat. And it was just, it was a very, I just feel like an interesting experience to kind of observe. Um, But I think what was most important for them is when you would get down on the floor and actually play with them. Or, like, later in the day when you're like, hey, show me your toy. And, like, Mm. the interaction part was what was meaningful. It wasn't, like... did you get me? Yeah, there's
1: so many neat traditions out there, like having the 12 days of Christmas, and on each of those days you open a book, Mm -hmm. or have your child open a book, and then you read that together, and it can be Mm -hmm. a used book. It doesn't have to be a brand new book.
0: Right, and half the time they don't know the difference. No, of course not,
1: but it is. It's the experience together, and it's those traditions that they will remember. You want to talk about creating memories and Mm -hmm. holiday magic. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that your kids hold on to, not the plastic thing that you fought over at, you know, mm-hmm. Walgreens Black Friday sale. Or if your
0: tree looked perfect, like, yeah. let the kids decorate the tree and let it be like a fun thing. And if it looks a little janky, okay, who cares? Like, Or,
1: I, I mean, I'll, I'll just <laughs> or, be honest, yeah. you know, I've definitely let my kids decorate the tree and then I've sort of modified it when they've gone to bed. You know, their stuff is still on there, but you know, I want to enjoy it too and I want to... That's you, funny. I... I I guess uh, what I. That's good. I'm glad you're yeah. speaking
0: to that because that's yeah. something that to me would be like, whatever. But I do yeah. know that there are so many people or having like the kids have their own tree or like, I mean, I there's no shame. And like, it was funny. We were in a store the other day and I'm like, I would not put it past me to just buy a tree with decorations on it already. That's so <laughs> like, hilarious. But that's my personality, right? Yeah. And But I also think if you truly do enjoy that and mm-hmm. like. That brings you like that's where you want to put your energy into that like do it because yeah. I do know some people who are good at that and that gets like they get into flow and they love it and they put Christmas I do music love on. it I do that's love so it cool. and yeah
1: you know we have ornaments that my kids made when they were little you know my kids are 18 and 22 now Aww. so you know I have these kind of torn up trash they look like trash ornaments honestly yes. but they yeah. go on the tree every year and it's very special. So I'm intentional about when we put the tree up, how we do the ornaments together. We do. We have Christmas music on and apple cider, and it's a thing. But I have to make sure that those things are scheduled in Mm -hmm. first. Yes. Because otherwise, all of the other commitments, you know, leak in. And the other thing, too, is that it is so special to connect with other people, but it's not special if you're feeling like you have to present this image. Mm-hmm. That it all has to be perfect. It's so much better if you can make it a potluck, ask for help, chill out a little bit. People want to connect with you. Right. Nobody is having a good time mm-hmm. by seeing how perfect you're... Again, that's a barrier to connection. Right. It doesn't facilitate it. And we have to practice it because it feels hard. If yeah. we've been in that kind of pattern for a long time, you know, it there's some friction around that. But, you know, the holidays, we can turn this around. No mm-hmm. no matter how long you've been kind of stressed about the holidays or overspending or overfunctioning, it does not have to be that way this year. Right. And I it think doesn't.
0: It doesn't. And I think the other thing about, like... When I imagine people and the holidays and even for myself, it's like when you're with your family systems, if there are people or things that happen that are stressful, like from the get go, like having good boundaries of like, how am I going to deal with this? Like, am I going to set boundaries from the get go? Am I going to walk into it and say, okay, I'm going to just choose to not be offended today, but we will address this in the future. Like, how do you want to actually approach that so you don't have to like let it sink in and Mm -hmm. like fester? If you know that there are people or certain events that like tend to kind of. Yeah,
1: get you're, under you're your skin almost triggered or, in advance, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You're just, yeah. yeah. And then you keep score. And yes. I, I'll tell you. You know, if if you're willing to have conversations in advance, I think that that's helpful as well.
0: I do think so too.
1: I really do, and it's never as hard as you think it will be.
0: Yeah, it's way harder to be in that situation and the weird tension and you're just waiting for it. Yeah, and the tension of it, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. it just doesn't ever get resolved and then guess what? It's there the next Christmas too. So like talk about that's things. That's the thing. In that's nice that's
1: what this is. This is all about Taking back control and breaking entrenched patterns, because some of the ways that we've been doing things, it feels like there's literally no option. Like Mm -hmm. if you always spend Christmas Eve at the in-laws or or Christmas afternoon, or you have to bundle the kids up Christmas morning and go across town, that's the way you've always done it. You've never liked it. It's always stressed you out. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. This is your year. Mm -hmm. It is time to switch it up. And this is not a a win-lose situation. If you talk about it in advance, so, this yeah. is where we all have an open conversation and say, Hey, I'd really like to stay home yeah. on Christmas morning. What are some other options for getting together Christmas evening, whatever it happens to be, you know, Thanksgiving, a different day, right? Yeah. Think about, be a solution seeker. Think outside the box. It's not black and white. You get your way or I get my way. Right there's often middle ground options and we have to take our ego out of it and be willing to talk things out so that we can all enjoy it.
0: Yeah no it's so true and like and for me like you know I travel a ton because both me and my partner's family is away from where we are here in Wichita and so I have to just be intentional about How I take care of myself when I'm away, and like, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure that I have little breaks where maybe I go get coffee to have some downtime and like planning for that, you know, and and making it a thing versus just not planning for it because what could happen in the past is I just overload myself with events and people and things and I build that anxiety and resentment over time. And then I'm not the person I want to be and connect with people. One of the
1: things that you and I talked about the other day is that when we're in those scenarios, that's when. Often over drink and overeat. Yes. Right? A-freaking men. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, so I for me it's been about being intentional about my self-care. And even like I've had certain conversations with my partner about what we're gonna do to make sure we're doing self-care or that I get some time away because I need that. It's not that I don't like any of my family members or my in-laws or anything like that. I'm actually like, honestly, I feel pretty blessed because they're all pretty great. Like, and I'm not just saying that. Like for the most part, they're great, but for me, regardless, I still need my downtime. I still need me time to just, like, process that's things. That's kind and of selfish, though, isn't
1: it? Totally. Yeah. But I I feel, have, that sounds really self-indulgent.
0: Very self-indulgent. No, I feel like I'm always, like, I get to put my my best connecting face out there when I'm taking care of me. Well, that's and, well, what yeah. I'm
1: hearing you say, Jenny, and I think the thrust of this episode, is for us to stay grounded. Yes. Right? Breathe. Don't, you're not, like we can kind of think of we're getting onto this, you know, super fast treadmill and that there's no way off and whatever choices we make, oh my gosh, we'll fly by the seat of our pants. No, stop and breathe. Yeah. And decide where are the pockets of time that you can, what are the ways that make you feel cared for? Like you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I do this in advance. so
1: important. I
0: do this in advance because for me, if I don't think about the different ways that I can get away and de-stress, like, I won't think about it in the moment. And I'll just kind of get caught up in the, like, whatever everybody else is doing. And the other thing, too, that I've had to work on for myself personally is being okay with people being like, oh, uh, you're going to go for a coffee run? Or, oh, you're going to go, like, to a CrossFit gym and drop in? Or, you know, whatever they're going to say, like, being okay with the fact that not everybody's going to be 100% cool with my plan all the time and that's okay. Like, how do I navigate that in a way where I set those boundaries in a way that's kind and like, but also assertive and saying, yeah, I've got to take some me time and I'll be back and I'm really excited about whatever, like the Mm -hmm. the event that we're doing. and um, But also saying it's okay to like not be on everybody else's schedule and set you
1: know those we we've talked before Jenny about how we we teach people how to treat us, we teach people how to perceive us. And I think what you're saying is that we also teach people how to perceive our choices. Mm-hmm. If we are calm and positive and empowered, mm-hmm. there's no drama right. around it, then that's how they will take it. Right. Don't you think
0: Yeah, I mean I found for me like my biggest thing is really working on me being generous and assuming the best and like not being offended about things so like even when they ask me because in the past I'd be offended by them asking right be right I'd be defensive and so if I find that like so I've really tried to work on that I still have to work on it honestly because it's something that's hard for me at times but the more that I've been able to be not offended and calm and generous and assuming that they're just you know curious or whatever um the more that that's gone down really well and they they kind of their nervous system gets de-triggered, yeah. and they're kind of like, oh, okay, cool. This isn't personal.
1: It's it's very similar to when you say politely say no, thank you mm-hmm. to you know a dish, whether it's at a holiday meal or any other kind of gathering. If you are calm about it, you're not o- feeling the need to over-explain, mm-hmm. give give them a TED talk about right. why you eat the way you do,
0: <laughs> right? Right. No, or stomp off in anger, you know, like either one. Yeah. No,
1: if you're like, yeah, that, you know, that doesn't. Or why did you ask? Do
0: I I not get downtime? Like, you know, I I could, I could come up with some things because maybe I've said them before, but
1: yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, eyes on your own plate, eyes on your own journey, eyes on your own (laughs) body, all of those things. Really, if we are calm about Mm. these things and and have our boundaries, they're not leaky. I'm not going to eat gluten or dairy because I feel like it'll make someone feel good. Mm-hmm. Right? But again, I've communicated those things in advance. I don't expect anyone to cook differently for me.
0: Right. right. And sometimes that means bringing stuff. Absolutely. I mean, I know I'll have to bring stuff because, like, there are family systems that, like, just don't get the gluten thing. And that's fine. Like, it's okay. Like, it's just not a big deal. I'll bring stuff and no drama. Like, exactly. Just know that. But you it, know? But
1: not feeling like you have to overexplain, not feeling defensive. It, you know, if you are choosing to do things a different way, let's say that you have set an alcohol budget mm-hmm. and someone's offering you to, to fill up your wine glass or whatever. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. That's all it requires. We do not have to explain mm-hmm. any of these things. And it, again, people will be comfortable with our choices if we are comfortable That's with true. our choices. And so it's being grounded, right? People... Respect us when we respect ourselves. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. And I think it'll be a whole different thing to go into the holidays saying, you know, I want to emerge, you know, at the end of the holidays, feeling peaceful, feeling grounded, feeling connected, feeling like, yeah, I had some holiday indulgences, indulgences, but I was intentional about them. And yeah, I wasn't stressed about my macros. And yeah, maybe I'll... Walk a little more, (laughs) whatever, but I'm not, I didn't set myself up. I didn't just kind of chuck it, throw in the towel because I know I'm going to join some crazy detox right, at the beginning of the year. That, that kind of mindset is what makes you vulnerable and susceptible to all of that marketing. Right. When you basically, so all the marketing is telling us that we have no control over our choices during the holidays. Right, and that we are not
0: good enough now.
1: Right. But that you're not going to be able to control yourself over the holidays, so go ahead and sign up now because mm-hmm. you're going to be a hot mess.
0: Right. And you're not good enough as you are, so you need this anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So stay grounded. Yeah. Be intentional.
0: You've already, you've already got your, you know, like for, I think for us, like I have to remember too, like I've got my goals and they're little things that I want to reach throughout the year. And they're always like, and it's okay, but I'm also good enough now. Like the journey's part of that. We don't have to make this big to do about this specific time of the year. We don't have I to like put a agree timeline on it. More,
1: I was telling Jenny that I bought this game. It's called Vertellis, <laughs> and for a gathering that I'm having this weekend, and I thought, oh, this it will be so fun for connection, kind of getting to know each other on a deeper level. And so my husband and I decided to play it just to see what it was like. It was like the the first round was just one big shame trigger. <laughs> it was reevaluating the past year, right? Like. What you feel most proud of, what you don't, what mistake do you never want to make again? Oh, my gosh. I was like, this is not.
0: We, sh- we should do that on the podcast. We should just.
1: <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> Play this game. I know. I'm just kidding. It was so weird. Uh, I mean, I don't. It's funny. Yeah. I don't think, I think there is a lot of value to reflecting on the past year to say, to to notice how much progress we've made mm-hmm. as as a human. Yeah. Was, you know, did I was I more intentional this mm-hmm. year? Really for me, it's how did I show up this year? It's not certain metrics or yeah. certain achievements. Yeah. Necessarily. It's did I show up in the way that I really want to show up more often than not? Yeah and how can I continue to build on that?
0: Yeah. Did I grow in any way? Right. And that doesn't mean that metrically you grew. It means that it means that like you're, you learned something, you developed a skill, you worked on something because Mm -hmm. yeah, I, and I like to look longer term than a year sometimes because I feel like a year, I don't know why for me, it feels a little bit time crunched in the sense that I'm like, I didn't reach all my goals in a year, but it's like we don't have to, and I, yeah, I had to kind of do an inventory myself. The, the
1: one thing, on the one question that that playing this game, and this I think this aligns with what we're talking about today, that it brought up for me that I thought was really interesting, when I reflect on the past year, like, some of my favorite moments and, like, a day that I'd like to relive, almost all of those were travel. Really? Yes, and That's I thought interesting. that. Yes, and I thought... You know, clearly that lights me up. Yeah. That is a way for me to really focus and celebrate life, live Mm -hmm. life to its fullest. You know, the days that I remember best are not me kind of going through the motions. Not that I'm not happy in my everyday life, but to me, when I think about overspending during the holidays, no, there's no one thing that gave me so much joy over this year, but gosh- Going to Hawaii with the family and, you know, I went to D.C. with just with my daughter. I went to New York to see my mom and my brother, hmm. you know, connecting, connecting, connecting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It concentrated connection. Yeah. In you know, having new experiences, having some adventures. So that's important for me personally to pay attention to. You know, I don't have an unlimited budget. It's not like, oh gosh, well you get to you have all this money and you can travel all the time. No, I have to be very careful. Uh, you know, I have two college kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and two more coming up. So no, yeah, you know, our resources are finite. And yeah, I I want to enjoy the holidays. I don't want to dig a hole for myself either in terms of my health or in terms of my budget. Mm -hmm. And I want to have really good memories that are more around laughter than around, well, that was perfect. Mm
0: -hmm. So. No, I 100% agree with
1: that. Yeah. So we'd love to know your thoughts. And I'm sure there are ideas that you have, you know, as you're listening to this that we probably haven't thought of. Yeah. You know, and please share on our Facebook page, you know, we'll upload this and, you know, comment. And we'd love to share that with other people. That's, that's how we learn and grow. It's from one another. So
0: it it totally is. And yeah, and we've gotten some feedback lately, which was really cool. Like, so yes, please do that. Yeah, We We love your feedback.
1: It's very helpful and inspires us to keep going. You know, it does. It always feels kind of funny to chat into a microphone, but yeah. We like talking anyway, so we We
0: don't really care. (laughs) We totally do.
1: No, we do. We definitely care. We want to add value, um, but we'd be talking anyway.
0: So So thank you, and until next time.
1: Yeah, and happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays. For those of you who would like a little laugh, I added the original bloopers from the first part of our intro to the end, so I hope you enjoy. Oh, there it goes. Okay. This is a mind your body pot oh my gosh, what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> okay. This is a... M- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you work at a call center. <laughs>
0: it was like my voice cracked at the this.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Ah, we got this. Okay. This is a mind your body episode. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Let me do this. No, I got it. Okay. Okay.